This is Bariatric Life Podcast, where we share stories about weight loss surgery. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please contact your doctor for medical advice. Now on to the show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And today we're going to talk about non-scale victories and non-food rewards. So a non-scale victory or an NSV is a victory that isn't related to the scale. Wow, that is a very profound definition. It is, isn't it? I thought so. It was um, pretty (laughs) self-explanatory, one would think. (laughs) Well, not necessarily. I mean, if you said non-scale victory, I would know what you meant because, you know, I'm involved in your journey, but others might not recognize that that's what that is. All right. So now they know. Yep. And thank you for joining us today. Just kidding. (laughs) And knowledge is power. So non-scale victory is something that has nothing to do with a smaller number on the scale, but the victories are plentiful. I would say. Yeah, it's something that makes you feel accomplished, something that makes you feel better about yourself. It's a movement in your journey that isn't a number. Yeah. Well, sometimes it can be a number, Well, but it's not a weight number. Right. So my first one was my rings were either fitting better or fitting my ring that I wear on my right hand that I the one I prefer to wear on my right hand I hadn't been able to wear in quite some time and then once I had lost some weight that one fit again and then the one that you recently had resized because (laughs) it was way too small is now all loosey-goosey on me and I'm playing with them now my wedding ring is very loosey-goosey can't remember the name of the jeweler, but they're going to love us. It'll be like the third or fourth time we've had that ring resized <laughs> since we moved back here. If they would like to be a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> they're not a sponsor, but they should be. <laughs> Another non-scale victory is smaller clothes or your clothes being too big. Or fitting better. Or Yeah, or fitting better. After, I think it was like two weeks after my surgery I had bought some jeans that fit better and then now those jeans so I already had to buy a smaller pair of jeans and then now and it's been maybe a month I don't even think it's been that long I or, think, or maybe right out yeah because I think I bought it like a week or two after surgery mm. but my the jeans now are they're not big. They stay up, but they are much looser. Mm. So much so that I bought a belt for them, and I hate belts. Hate belts. In 
almost 11 years we've been together, I think I can count on one hand the number of times you've worn a belt. Yeah. Oh, which brings me to a different notch on your belt oh. as a non-scale victory. Or on maybe your watch. I know that I, I prefer mine to be on this one particular watch band. It is usually living on the number three hole. Mm-hmm. But I can put it on number four. And it's fairly comfortable, but I still prefer it on number three. So that's definitely a non-scale victory, too, is having a different notch on your belt or your watch. What are some other ones? I mean, there's, you know, for me personally, walking up and down stairs or if you're just walking in general, not having to slow down or admittedly stop partway up and, and catch your breath. So recently at work, I usually will take the stairs down, but then not up, just mostly because I'm lazy. Yeah. But recently, and I don't do this every time, but I had gone up the stairs just to test it to see, can I do it without dying? (laughs) (laughs) And I did. Like, my legs felt fine. I wasn't terribly out of breath. But I felt like, wow, that that's a great non-scale victory, too, that I was able to walk up the stairs without feeling like I was going to pass out. Yeah. Or not having to do that, that like, fake breathing. Right. So, that other, so other people don't know that you're right. out of breath. You're, you're trying to pretend you're exasperated something emotionally, <laughs> yeah. but you're like, oh, my God, I'm dying. <laughs> oh, this text message I got was upsetting, and that's why I'm breathing crazy. The fact that my face is flush has <laughs> nothing to do with this. And I have beads of sweat. <laughs> uh, another one that I recently had was being able to sit cross-legged. I remember that. Or you cr- were crisscross criss- applesauce. Yeah. Crisscross applesauce. And I didn't even realize it at first, but I just popped up into my chair and sat cross-legged. And then after a few minutes, I was like, oh, hell, look what just happened. <laughs> That's amazing. Or, you know... It's still difficult to just, like, sit and cross my legs, like, mm-hmm. in the ladylike kind of crossing. So, once I'm able to do that, that's another non-scale victory. Another one that I had noticed probably, I guess probably about a month after your surgery, was your your snoring has has gone down a lot. That's good. Like, not it's not as loud. It's not as... Um, it's not as deep, uh-huh. um, which I mean, it never really, it never bothered me to begin with, but it was just something I had noticed. And neither one of us has really been tested for sleep apnea. We're pretty sure we have it, and, but that would be a non-scale victory. Yeah, of you definitely. know being able, if you have a CPAP or BiPAP machine, being able to lower the the number um, on it. Yeah, I've heard of a lot of people where their apnea has either greatly improved or gone away altogether Mm -hmm. because we have an adjustable bed I wonder if I I had raised the bed because of my heartburn Mm -hmm. or raised my head rather and I was sleeping pretty far up but I've been lowering it ever so slightly and has that changed my snoring at all well I didn't know you were lowering it Mm. so I it could have contributed. But, I mean, that that in of itself right there is a non-skill victory, being able to lay flatter, having less heartburn. 
Well, I do take a lot of heartburn meds, so I don't know. I haven't had any breakthrough heartburn with the meds, which before, when I was on all all the meds, I would still have breakthrough heartburn. Mm -hmm. But, and I would also have, and this is mostly why I would sleep kind of sitting up a little bit, was I would be sound asleep, and then I would, like, blurp, and there would be, like, or vlurp. Vlurp. Verp, yeah, there would be just like a little bit of vomit that came up and a lot of acid, mm-hmm. and it would wake me up out of a cold, dead sleep. And I'd go run into the bathroom to spit it out. And I haven't had that since the surgery, and that's part of, that's part of the reason too why I would sleep sitting up like that was because I was afraid that I would like aspirate or something, mm-hmm. and that would be terrible. That would <laughs> one that. I recently discovered when I went to the doctor was my blood pressure is lower. At first, I or I guess I was considered high blood pressure. I, is that what it's called? Maybe hypertension. Yeah, something like that. And my blood pressure was high for the longest time. And whenever they took the reading, I just assumed it was high. And then the doctor was like, no, it was really good. And I was totally surprised about that because high blood pressure does run in my family. So that was a nice treat. I don't know how long it will last because we have a family history of it, but it was really exciting to me. You know, see those numbers go down and until I found out, you know, (sighs) I'm dying from (laughs) kidney problems. I'm gonna block WebMD. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what are some other ones? Um, the increased energy levels. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it. I remember pre-surgery, you coming home and us. You know, just both really dragging. Like uh, now we gotta. And I mean, we enjoy cooking dinner but it was more of a I'm just I'm so tired I would rather you know it it just be done yeah but you know now it's it seems like there is that higher energy level and I mean sometimes we'll even go for a walk before dinner and come back with more energy than pre-surgery and Mm. it was like oh my god just let's hurry up and make dinner so we can sit down and then go to bed yeah that's true yeah I'm more willing to do things after work now because I have the energy to do them Mm -hmm. which also goes into an increased Mm self-esteem and feeling better about how you look and how you feel and all of that contributes to just overall feeling better about yourself which I think you know plays into giving you more energy because mm-hmm. you feel better about yourself. I don't know that to be a fact, but for me, it certainly contributes. When I feel better about myself, I have more energy. When I have more energy, I feel better about myself. Like they they play together. One builds on the other, builds on the other. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's also sitting comfortably in the tub. Definitely. I feel less whale-like in the tub now. Especially with tubs just naturally being low, you know, it can be difficult to get into and out of the tub. Oh, I still feel like I have to, like, crawl on my hands and knees to get (laughs) out of it. (laughs) 
but I think that's probably because I'm old and have arthritis. <laughs> yeah, I, I do feel more comfortable in there. And then also feeling more comfortable sitting in a normal chair. Mm-hmm. Not having to worry about, oh, is this chair going to hold my weight? Which I never really worried about that, but I know that other people do. Mm-hmm. And, for example, our neighbor that we used to have, like I bought special chairs for him because he was a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want him to have to worry about, can I fit in the normal chair? Well, we were all sitting out on the back deck and yeah. talking. Yeah. And so I bought those big boy chairs for him. I never told him I mm. bought them for him. And I, I didn't think he was, like, going to break my chairs or anything. But and you, you were conscious that he might be very self-conscious yeah. about that. And I, I think he had, he had mentioned that to us once, that he was, in his journey, that he, that was something that he thought about. Well, and honestly, those chairs were more comfortable than our other chairs, too. Yeah, they were. <laughs> so, along with chairs is sitting on an airplane seat comfortably and not having to get the seatbelt extender. Mm-hmm. I, de- I never had to get the seatbelt extender. I was really close. I noticed when I flew to Mexico or to Texas to go to Mexico, it was it was close. But I didn't quite need it. But I know a lot of people do, and um, many people are embarrassed to ask for it. Like it's asking for drugs or something. Right. <laughs> like they secretly, privately whisper, "Can I get a seatbelt extender?" And not having to use that is amazing. Well, and and along those lines too, roller coasters. Yeah. Being able to get in line for a roller coaster and not have to worry if there's going to be um, concern when you get to the front of the line. Right. Well, and so that's really a two-parter. One, being able to stay in the line for however long it is. That's a good point because some of those lines can be 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half. I know. And I know that before that would just make me miserable. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, getting up to the front and then being like, oh, well, you can't ride because the bars aren't going to fit across your lap or across right. your chest or whatever. And then you just stood there forever for nothing. For nothing. And, and you're in front of everybody. You're in front of everybody. And then your friends or family get to go on the roller coaster and you don't. I do want to go on some roller coasters again, but you can't because of your back. I mean, there are probably some I could go on. We could ride the teacups or... Yeah. <laughs> that is one thing that is kind of upsetting with your back is that we can't... Yeah, I but... I mean, I could, but then yeah. that wouldn't be fun for you. Well, I mean, it it really depends. If we go, you know, if we go somewhere and... It, and I'm sure it probably depends on the ride. Like, I, I haven't researched it. And for, for those that don't know, I had a... L5 S1 fusion a few years ago and one of the one of the things the doctor told me was you know you you're basically done riding roller coasters which sucks because I enjoy them but I mean it's not like I'm riding roller coasters daily I mean yeah we don't live close to any but it's still super fun it is 
And I mean, I'm sure there's some that I could. I would just think ones that go upside down would probably be a bad idea for you. And I, I don't even have any reason to. It's anything that jerks. Yeah. Because, you know, break one of those screws loose and you're pretty much done. Oh. So this goes along with sitting and roller coasters and whatnot. But I had posed this question from Non-Scale Victories on Instagram and somebody had commented that she was able to fit on the swing with her son for the first time in his life. And I that bet that is a huge victory. I bet that was a very special moment for both of them. Her name, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, but her Instagram handle is Naya Mills underscore WLJ, which I assume stands for Weight Loss Journey, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, that's a. That is a, a major victory. Mm-hmm. Well, and then if you're at an amusement park and you're walking around all day, another NSV is the chafing. Yes. Either less or none. none. I've had chafing. I've had chafing as well. I mean, it's, it's not a gender or even weight exclusive thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and I've noticed, you know, it's my weight has fluctuated over the years there there are times where i'm chafing as i as i walk Mm -hmm. and then you know as i as my weight fluctuates that goes up and down ladies tend to chafe in the thigh area yeah and that's no fun so the other day i needed to cut my toenails and found that i could do it very easily well maybe not very easily but easier which also makes me think i could probably paint them yeah easier but i haven't they just look ragged (laughs) (laughs) well but like you put you put toenail polish on and it stays there for like three or four months i know it's crazy maybe i should paint them and just test it out could be something we do this afternoon maybe turn on some stories yeah paint your toenails which leads to a better reach wherever that might be that you're wanting to reach. Yes. (laughs) And we had discussed, it was probably not apropos for the podcast, but we had discussed that sometimes reaching to do things or for items can be cumbersome. Specifically, we were talking about cleaning private areas. (laughs) And how it's easier to reach and clean. And I think that's a a pretty big victory. So today, I'm going to share this live with you and the world, or the three people that listen, that I needed to take care of some lady grooming, Mm -hmm. and it was much easier today to lady groom. I could actually see what I was doing. So that was like a big victory for me to be able to see things to groom. Yeah. <laughs> and along those same lines, you know, a, a non-skill victory is an increase in, um, how do we put this nicely and tactfully? Libido. Libido. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have noticed that post-surgery that that has gone up yeah yeah i feel better about myself self-esteem have more energy yeah and 
therefore I'm more willing to (laughs) (laughs) participate in those kinds of activity. And uh, especially if you're feeling better about yourself, then... Right. You're... You're not as... Self-conscious or... Yeah. You know... Worried about... In your head. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Worried about what does this look like and am I too squishy here or whatever. I'm sure there's a million more non-scale victories. That's just the list we were able to come up with as we were brainstorming. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about non-food rewards. And like we had said before, there's been so many times where anything small would happen and we would be like oh let's go out to eat to celebrate oh let's it's your birthday what's your favorite restaurant let's go there or it's interesting how we i guess collectively associate food as a reward for something oh for sure you know oh you're you just got promoted let's go out to eat you just accomplish something work-wise yeah and i mean it's also like oh i was so good today so i deserve this cupcake right or this special uh coffee drink from insert your coffee store of choice here starbucks or um i want to reward myself because i'm in a pissy mood or i've been in a bad mood or i'm sad and i need a little treat to pick me up so i'm gonna you know get these cookies from what's that cookie crumble oh Mm. man Crumble. I could probably eat a quarter of a crumble <laughs> cookie now. I don't think you could even eat that. <laughs> so some non-food rewards. Maybe you treat yourself to a mani-pedi. Ooh. You should treat yourself to a pedi. I don't think they'll touch my feet. <laughs> you need like bolt cutters and angle grinders to get that going. Yeah. Or a spa day. Maybe get a facial and a massage and some waxing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I could wax my lady areas myself. No. I wouldn't want to do that. I'd rather just somebody else do it for I mean, me. I've offered to help. That's but... okay. <laughs> Maybe I I do have one non-food reward where when I get to the what the weight loss community calls Wonderland. One O N E Derland. So into the 100s, I'm going to get a tattoo. Oh. Maybe you've gone down two or three sizes and you, I don't really, I don't know that getting clothes is a reward though. I mean, if you're down two sizes, like you probably just need the clothes. Well, I guess it, it kind of depends on what clothes shopping you're doing. Are you shopping for daily clothes that you wear to work every day are these weekend clothes maybe it's maybe it's a, a nice going out a new um dress or something that is a, a reward yeah or maybe it's like a a brand of clothes there that you, go. you don't normally or and this is a non-scale victory and a non-food reward is not shopping in the plus size section oh or going to, I don't know, like, I don't even know where people shop anymore. But, like, plus-size girls tend to go to Lane Bryant or Torrid, and so maybe not shopping there. Like, going to the average, normal, smaller-size section of Kohl's or... <laughs> I don't know where people shop. I don't like to go clothes shopping. 
I don't either. I, if it's not Walmart jeans or a graphic t-shirt, I haven't really bought it. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not true. I did have to buy that suit recently, and I went to... Shit, where'd I go? Did you go to Penny's? No. It was over at the mall. Dillard's? No. Oh, no. But it's the first time I've bought any clothes that wasn't from Walmart or Kohl's <laughs> in probably 20 years. <laughs> so, some other non-food rewards that, for me, <clears throat> I don't consider a non-food reward, but other people definitely might, is getting a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or a gym membership. To me, those are tools for your weight loss. So, I don't find that to be a reward. I find it necessary to achieve what you want to achieve. And along those lines, we recently bought a, and it still hasn't been delivered, but we bought a really giant, really nice treadmill. And initially, that was going to be a reward for walking regularly and I guess proving that the purchase was warranted. <laughs> but then I worked my magic and got it earlier, kind of, because it still hasn't been delivered. Well, but I mean, it's also, like you had said, it, it's a tool. You know, in Tennessee, where we live, the weather can be crazy. For instance, yesterday it snowed Today, it's supposed to be almost in the 60s. Trying to walk regularly, especially if it's raining or if it's, you know, cold AF outside. Or if it's over 100 degrees outside. Right. There's really only like three pretty days a year to walk outside here. No, there's not. Okay, maybe five. A month, maybe. Not <laughs> a year. No, a year. Our weather is so weird. But I digress. <laughs> So, treadmill, gym membership, Fitbit, Apple Watch, all of those can be non-food rewards. Maybe you want to do a sexy boudoir photo shoot. Or... I can get on board with that. <laughs> I've thought about that, actually. But it makes me so uncomfortable to have my picture taken, period. Well, I, I can take the pictures if you want. I don't know that if that might be worse. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd be less embarrassed in front of a stranger. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's a really pretty piece of jewelry you're looking for. Looking forward to. Right. Or, one thing that I have is I have a little charm bracelet. And for each 10 pounds, I add a charm to it. And that was inexpensive the charms are like maybe eight ten dollars or something so to have one every 10 pounds which right now is taking a while <laughs> to meet then you know that's a really inexpensive one and non-food rewards don't have to be expensive they can I can't think of any free ones to be honest with you but you know maybe you really like decorating a planner and so you get new stickers or maybe it's a fancy water bottle that you've been dying to have hello hydrate spark my favorite water bottle hydrate spark is not an official sponsor but if they'd like to be <laughs> we'd love for them to be 
I do have a coupon code for Hydrate Spark if you go to their website. It's BLP, as in Bariatric Life Podcast, 10, BLP 10. You get 10% off. I didn't know that. I know. I'm doing all kinds of things that you don't know about. Clearly. <laughs> uh, another non-food reward is maybe a something of the month club. That's the one I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. So what kind of something of the month? Uh, well, I've got the coffee of the month club. Yes. And I absolutely love that. I look forward to it every month. Mm-hmm. And... I have all of the postcards that come with it from the different areas. And I'm looking forward to making a either a like a scrapbook or maybe a collage of all the different places. That would be cool. Yeah, you really do enjoy that. Along with something of the month. It could be pickles of the month. I wonder if that's a thing. Or the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving. It does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but along with that is maybe you join a book club, which I did. It wasn't a non-food reward. It was more so of a, a way to connect with a community. Every month I get the book and I read it. And then we have a book club, club meeting via Zoom or skype or whatever and talk about the book and that's really fun you do seem to enjoy that i do now last month's book you weren't too no i liked last month's oh, book oh is it the month before that i'm thinking of yeah okay the one about sleep i was yes. like okay it's making me fall asleep the book from last month was really good it was by roxanne gay I believe also has a podcast. But then again, I think everybody has one nowadays, including including us. Another non-food reward is maybe having some side-by-side pictures to show your progress. Mm -hmm. Or in my closet, I have a, I had printed out a thing of like pounds lost. And then I put a sticker on how many pounds I've lost. So it's currently sitting at 32 and that's just a daily visual reminder of how far you've come yeah i don't know necessarily that it's a reward but i mean i guess the sticker is a a, reward a a reward is something that validates your accomplishment yeah that's true i mean it it, honestly a, a reward can be anything if it makes you feel confident and validated that you're progressing on your journey Mm-hmm. And, you know, there there will be ups and downs on any journeys. You'll take, you know, two, three steps forward, and sometimes you take a step back, but that's okay. What kind of non-food rewards would you have? Me personally? You personally. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm into the tech and gadgets, and I mean, it would probably be some smart home device or you know or or even something for my jeep you know i could always use another light bar or um i mean if if i was going to really set my a lofty goal and like a major reward to for that finish line goal would probably be lockers 
the axles for those? my Jeep. What are those? It locks the differential on your tires so that it'll always spin at the same time. Because the way they're geared now, if one wheel gets stuck, the other one will spin, but this one just stays stopped. If you lock them, it'll spin. Huh. I, but, learned, I learned something new. But they're not cheap. Oh. So that would be like a, a finish line goal for me. Finish line reward? Yeah. I don't know what my finish line reward is. I haven't really thought about it. All I've thought about is under 200, I'm adding a tattoo. And there are some other gadgets I want. But of mm -hmm. course, you know, I just gadget myself regardless of reward status. <laughs> there is one that I want that's like, it's like $300, and it's like a tracking ring, but I don't want to buy it until I've lost enough weight so that I know that the ring will fit. How is the tracking ring different from the tracking what? Well, I couldn't tell you that right now. <laughs> But you know I like gadgets. True, true. So I want the gadget. Okay. To track. Well, actually what it does is it it does it does do something different. It will tell you like based on X, Y, and Z components, maybe you should rest today. Or based on the same things, this would be a great day to like really hit it hard with your workout. Mm. So it does provide different information, but it's also expensive and you can't get a different size if you have lost finger weight. Ah. So I am putting that one off for a bit. And what I also find weird is you have to wear it on your pointer finger. Well, you don't have to, but that's where they prefer it. And I don't know how I would feel about a pointer finger ring. I mean, I only wear the one ring, but I feel like that would be... The one ring? The one ring. Well, and I also just saw another gadget that I was going to research a little bit <laughs> to see if I needed it, too. <laughs> I love the gadgets. I do, too. That's why... You know, for me, my my non or non food rewards would definitely be some some sort of a gadget. I mean, I'm all about the smart home. I'm all about yeah. I, I like the gadgets too, and my non food rewards would definitely be something techy or gadgety. You know, or or even something for my G. So there we go. Non scale victories. Non food rewards. I don't know if that'll. Sh show up but that was my stomach i wonder if that would be picked up that was interesting perfect timing we are looking to do some interviews with other weight loss journey people and several people have reached out to me on instagram which i'm really excited about i'll be contacting those people within the next few weeks or whatever to get the interviews set up that's really exciting mm -hmm. we've got at least 15 people that have reached out that they want to share their story and that's the whole reason we started this podcast was to share your share your journey and have others share theirs and to remind everyone that you're not alone 
So join us next week when we're going to talk about apps and tracking, not appetizers, but like applications. I was, I guess that is what it stands for. Mm -hmm. Um, Tracking, which the apps do for you and spousal support, not money, which that would be great, but your spouse or your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Or close friend. Yeah. Support from your loved ones, basically. And motivation. Motivation. We need some motivation to get the things moving. Yep. Join us next time. Bye. This is just a reminder that neither Amanda nor Chris are doctors, and you should always talk to your doctor before making any changes. This is our journey and our opinions. You can always find us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and help support us by clicking subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We hope to have new episodes every Sunday.